0: Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Conversations of the Heart. It is your boy T-Till, and I have a special guest, uh, another esteemed guest here, uh, who needs no introduction, but I will give him one, um, uh, Mr. J. Wesley. Uh, he is, aka Right His Wrongs, um, he is the author of a book from Heartbreak to Love Notes. Um, he is the creator and owner of the J. Wesley Collection, right? And also, um, he has a podcast himself, right, called The Cricket Halo Crew. Right. And, you know, I just wanted to introduce him because he does amazing things on social media. Um, amazing quotes, amazing words, very impactful. Um, so, Jay Wesley, appreciate you coming on, brother. Thank you I for appreciate you again.
1: I appreciate you having me and sharing your platform with me. Thanks. Thanks, brother. I appreciate it.
0: Yes, sir. Um, so first, um, you know, if if there's somebody out there who doesn't know who you are, um, you know, um, who aren't familiar with your quotes, please tell them where they can find you. Um, across your platform. Tell them about your, the mercy, the incredible merch line that you have. And I encourage everybody to go support it and the book that you've written.
1: I appreciate that. Um, so if you're looking for me, Jay Wesley, you can find me at Right His Wrongs, W-R-I-T-E-H-I-S-W-R-O-N-G-S on all social media platforms. That's where I normally publish literary work. If you're looking for my clothing line, you can find that at www.jwesleycollection.com. My podcast is called the Crooked Halo Crew Podcast for the good at heart that sometimes feel bad by default. Uh, uh, www.crookedhalocrew.com. So many, so many UR, URLs <laughs> to remember, but I, you know, I'm, I'm visible. And um, thank you, you know, f- for those in advance that plan on supporting
0: please go out and support it um, you can just go to the instagram page go to the site check out all of the amazing merch that he has i i, I can promise you um i've i bought quite a few things um and the words yeah. mean a lot the words on the clothing mean a lot um it comes from the heart and and he's very cre- creative you know what i'm saying and we got to support you know small businesses you know especially black small businesses um and People of, of of substance and content, you know, people who have to put out things that matter and he puts out things that matter. So please go and support this brother. Um, uh, because you won't be sorry, I promise. Appreciate that, man. Thank you. Yes, sir. So, you know, we, we had a really good conversation last time and and I've been uh, in season two and, and I've been chopping at the bit to kind of get back on, you know, this season to uh to kind of continue the conversation of of uh what we had um in round one, but you know, just take it to, um, a different place, you know, so mm-hmm. both of us being, you know, entrepreneurs, right. We also have jobs, um, podcasts, we, you know, we both have merch lines. So it's, mm-hmm. it's, it, it, it's, a lot of different similarities. Right. And I think that we both touched on this a, a little bit, um, especially with each other in, in private conversations, but navigating self-doubt Um, you know, I, I think I remember coming to you years ago, um, I forget how many years now at this point, but, you know, talking about, you know, I want to do something, you know, you know, I didn't know what it was going to be, but, you know, I know I was speaking publicly and that was a, a thing in itself. Right. And, you know, and and it was a grind to see from where we were then to see where we are right now. Right. But, you know, but I've, I've had tons of self-doubt, you know, things that I've struggled with, um, things that I was like, man, who wants to hear from me? You know, things like that. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, um, and here we are. You have a podcast, podcast. So, you know, talk to me about navigating self-doubt. Like what like what was the process? Like when did it hit you? Um, you know that, you know, what, I can do this. I, I can, you know, put on a merch line. I can, uh, you know, do a podcast and it means something. Right. That mm-hmm. people do want to hear from me. Like, when did you know that, you know what, I can do this? And how did you get to that place of knowing?
1: Yeah, that's. I think that's a great question. Thank you. Uh, so, to answer one question, when mm-hmm. it took my tribe really believing in me mm-hmm. and pushing me to do more, so there was this need. I felt like there was this gap back when I first started writing, right? Because mm-hmm. um, I had, you know, a lot of male friends, uh, you know, a lot of women friends, and mm-hmm. I'm hearing these this, their conversations. I'm hearing their conversations, and I'm like why aren't you two conversing because it's more similar than you think right right Mm -hmm. and so what I started to do I started writing and we touched on this before but my words weren't he should do this she should do that it was more so me expressing myself but allowing men and women to come to the table and see themselves in the work in the in those words right Mm. and so that's why I started writing because I wanted to I started writing because I wanted to bridge the communication gap. When I started believing that I could be an author, that was about nine years in the making because I always wrote, like I had a little blog Mm -hmm. and, you know, then I had, you know, not only people, you know, readers from America tuning in, had readers from other continents. And Mm. at first I didn't believe it. I thought it was kind of spam. Someone's kind of fishing me.
2: No, like, I don't know
1: how they found me, but they did. Mm. And so at one point i said you know what i want to carve out my own future i don't want mm-hmm. to necessarily be dependent on someone's paycheck so i said what we're going to do is take this chance and mm. and as i you know as i actually before that you know i started the instagram page started being a little bit more vulnerable
2: mm-hmm. and
1: expressive and in time your confidence builds mm. i can't say that you stop self-doubting because even, you know, like, so I went from a, to being a, from an author to now a CEO of a clothing line. And so it's like, almost it's like, okay, doubt is always on your left shoulder. Mm-hmm. And whenever you try to attempt something new, it, it's, it meets you right in your face. It's like, why do you want to do this? Can you do this? There's a million other brands doing the same thing. Why you, right? And then, but what I learned to start doing, there's two things. There's a saying, feel the fear and do it anyway. That's one of my favorite quotes. So I just really, when, when navigating self-doubt, I've just learned to put doubt in my book bag mm-hmm. and just know that's always going to be a part of me, so I take it with me. And so mm-hmm. as I you know, champion like these new projects and you know, ventures, I still doubt, I still fear, but I still do it anyway. Mm-hmm. And because I know my day one. And, you know, when you compare my day 10 to my day one, it's not going to look the same. I know there's a saying, a lot can happen in a year. Yes. So give my, I give myself a chance to see what I'm capable of completing in a year
2: mm.
1: and, and reflect. And it usually pays off. Um, you, you, I've, I've noticed, like, in my case, I doubt because I care,
2: mm.
1: right? I care about what I'm putting out to the public, mm-hmm. but also there's this care of, how I'm received by the public um but I think as I've grown and aged and and become a lot more I guess like used to and conditioned to the the process I don't care so much because that's I think that's when the doubt sneaks in because I know mm. at its core I'm doing it for the right reasons right and so if you know you're starting and you're genuine like you have your clothing line and you share all the inspiration and you know, you're, it's coming from a warm place, of, a place of joy, center of light. You don't have to doubt that because if anything, if you're observed enough, you know that the world needs it. But mm. intrinsically, you know, intrinsically, internally, we just naturally are human. Mm. And so with that human experience, some doubt is always, for me at least, right. doubt is always a part of the process.
0: Mm. So when it comes to your book, um from heartbreaks to love notes right um can you tell the people a little bit about it you know um what inspired you to write that particular book right and where they can go get that book actually because i think yeah. people should get, should get that book actually
1: yeah you can get the book is available on um, amazon mm-hmm. barnes and nobles you can get it at my website Com. yeah there it goes
0: please go can- get this book
1: you like, can even get it at jwesleycollection.com, Collection, mm-hmm. you know. And even, so it's funny, we were talking about self-doubt. Mm-hmm. I haven't published another book mm-hmm. since that, you mm-hmm. know, um, mm-hmm. for s- similar reasons. But then I also you started being creative
2: yeah.
1: in various ways. Um, but to, to, to answer your question, remember, we were talking about the communication gap. That's yep. how it started. But I felt like oftentimes people assume what the other gender is doing. Like, oh, you don't feel anything. Yep. Oh, after this happened, you just blah, blah, blah. And mm-hmm. I think what used to really bother me is when some of my friends would say, you know what, I'm going to go out, I'm going to act like a man tonight. And it wasn't necessarily a positive thing, <laughs> okay. right? Like it was, it, and it hurt because mm-hmm. as a man and, and having a lot of male friends, I know some good ones. Right. I know some bad ones, right? I know some immature ones, right? Mm-hmm. And so, but we're all we tend to get kind of get grouped, and mm-hmm. so, but that's when you know at that time I was touching and just dis- writing about love and relationships a lot yeah. at that time, mm-hmm. and so it was from heartbreaks to love notes because mm-hmm. I also wanted to, in print, show someone the process of how someone goes from being this I won't say a user. But you know, like someone like a womanizer just out out there, right? right? Until he gets his heart broken and feels what he's probably distributed emotionally, right? Mm-hmm. right? Till then, you have the second section, which is called this way, when you're you're on the verge of being good, but mm-hmm. you're also human, so you, you know, some days the left is pulling you, some days the right is pulling you, et cetera, mm-hmm. and then it ends with love notes where mm-hmm. aha, I have that aha moment, mm-hmm. and. This is what it's supposed to feel like. This is what a healthy relationship looks like. This is right. where I stand when in a positive, positive relation, positive relationship. And I think that mm-hmm. just captured, you know, one, you know, one era of my life. I, I'm curious to see what the, I've written a couple more books since I just mm-hmm. haven't put them together. But I think the net, the following books will be very interesting to read as well.
0: Man, I think people are going to be excited to see what your next books are going to be. It sounds like you have two and three ready to go in the chamber.
1: Yeah, yeah. But I, you know, I realize there's a million people talking about relationships.
2: A million. Oh, man.
1: so many. A million. And um, about that. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, and I, for me, I don't want to be just bucketed under one category. Like yes. there's more to life. There's so much more to life than this is what you do to get this is how you oh, yep. no, I'm good. You know, like yeah. I want to talk about the the black experience in America. I want to talk about what it's like to push yourself to be greater. Shed right. some, you know, like what how you know, what's the process in shedding who you used to be and starting to learn how to accept who you are now. Right. You know, I want to talk on my spiritual growth has changed where I've gone from, you know, being, you know, very somewhat religious to just a more spiritual person, and just mm. seeing the world completely different, you know. Right. I right. and and the crazy thing about it, in all of those, whether you know if they're different genre genres, mm-hmm. love is still at the center of it all. Relationships yep. are still at the center of it all, but mm-hmm. it doesn't always have to be a romantic relationship exactly. that you're talking about. How often do you really hear people talking about relationships with themselves? Exactly. You really don't hear it, right? Mm-hmm. And if you can't even talk, if you can't even love yourself you know, how can you love your lifestyle? How can you love your partner? How can you love, right? So there's so much more, it's it's grander than, Mm -hmm. you know, I think, but once again, you know, you and I were talking about shock value and people tend to do what's popular, you know? And and one thing, when I started writing about, you know, relationships and in the fashion that I did, it wasn't popular at all. Like at that point, I'm not gonna say I'm the only one, but there weren't a lot of people doing it and presenting it like I was doing it at that time. Right. You know, and and I've stuck to my guns, thankfully, because you you see a lot of people die fade out because they were never in it for the right reasons to begin with.
0: Right. And um, and to your point, you do get pigeonholed very quickly, like especially with love. Like you become the love guy, like or the love woman, right? Like you just become that and people pigeonhole you It's like, Well, I don't want to hear you talk about anything else. Like that's that's the one topic that it's like if you talk about that a lot. That's what it is. Like, that's what you do. Um, And like me, like I purposely even on this show, I think I've had one show, one, maybe two shows about love. Right. Um, And the rest of it, you know, has been about an array of just different things, um, because there's so many more important things right that's on the table especially when it comes to us you know people of color and and things like that and people are going through a lot of just different things you know and so for me i I just said you know love you know there's a lot of people like like you just said just talking about it and having shows about it Mm -hmm. um, writing about it you know and like you i didn't want to get pigeonholed even when i started doing my quotes and stuff i was like i don't want to be pigeonholed into this 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 love thing you Mm -hmm. know um it's just it's just not it you know because like you just said too loving yourself like you can't can't even talk about loving somebody else until you know you love yourself like that's like that's one of the most important of relationships that that you can have is is with yourself and you know and if we have to have conversations surrounding unpacking the reasons why maybe you don't love yourself right because we can talk about love all day love 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 relationships marriage all this stuff but if you're not right first within yourself if you don't like what you see in the mirror right Mm -hmm. how can you ever talk about loving somebody else, right? in those relationships will probably crumble at some point, right? Absolutely. Because, you know, now the other person's gonna be like, man, this is a hard, this is a lot to carry, right? Yeah. Um, so no, I completely understand. And part of self-doubt, right, tends to lead to self-sabotage. And um I think we all experienced it, whether in relationships, um, whether even just with ourselves um in business. At work, you know, like we tend to self sabotage because sometimes I feel that success looks scary. That's one part of it, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Can be scary. And then things with your past, you may not feel that, you know, that you are worthy, you know, of having this thing, right? Or this success or that promotion right? Or the job or the business because of maybe things you feel like you've done in the past, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that makes you feel like ashamed or, or whatever that case is, right? So there's two things operating here, right? When it comes mm-hmm. to self-sabotage, right? And it's just, could be somebody told you that you weren't worthy. Somebody told you that you couldn't do this thing, probably because they couldn't do this thing and they don't want to see you do this thing, mm-hmm. right? So when it comes to self-sabotage, um, is that something that you've ever... Um, experienced or or went through or, or or have seen um and if so um how did you navigate your way kind of out of that process into self-acceptance mm-hmm.
1: it's so funny that you said it because i had i have a shirt that says self-sabotage mm-hmm. but it's crossed out
0: go get so, that like, please oh no,
1: yeah i had actually that. on the site but i i pulled it down because i want to ah okay you know, fine-tune the print i want to make the print better Got but it. Because I know, you know, I know, you know, I've had experience with self-sabotage, right? So mm-hmm. how do you navigate through it? I think what's helped me is creating a standard and holding yourself to a standard, mm. right? Mm-hmm. You, you, you ever heard with, you know, great power comes great responsibility? Yeah. And it, it it goes back to you talking about fear. Oftentimes self-sabotage is usually coupled with this fear that I'm not ready to handle the added responsibility. Right. right? Right. And so, you know, just just that belief system is very important mm-hmm. that once again, extend enough grace to yourself to learn as you go. Mm. Oftentimes as artists, as creatives, and just as people, even in relationship, we want to get it right on the first shot, right? Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to use like a like a baseball reference, everyone wants to hit the home run. No one really wants to bunt these days, right? Mm-hmm, right. But the bunt can position someone else to score, and the mm-hmm. team wins that way. Right. And so, self sabotaging. I and I don't do it as much before. You know, right. I used to do. I was I when I did self sabotage in the past it was with relationships.
2: Mm-hmm, like it was mm-hmm. getting
1: to a point, and I felt she could do better
2: mm-hmm. because I
1: wasn't holding myself up to her the, the standard I. Should have held myself up to be a great partner. Got it. And I felt like she could, and I would just get to this point and just implode,
2: mm-hmm. if that
1: makes sense, right? Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Now it's not about being a perfectionist. It's about mm-hmm. just doing good work.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And good work will oftentimes be flawed. That's part of getting to the process of getting, you know, the ultimate product or being mm-hmm. the ultimate you, right? right. It's a process. You're two mm-hmm. steps forward, one step back. Okay, then another three steps forward. And being okay when there's a misstep. Being mm-hmm. okay when I got it completely wrong and I, to, and I have to pivot. That's fine too, because you're giving yourself grace to accept it, reflect, and learn from it. Mm-hmm. So oftentimes it's, it's burning the bridge.
2: Mm-hmm. I
1: don't want to go back there. I already made a mess. I don't want to see it. So I just destroy it and move mm-hmm. on. It's almost like you're cutting the cord with something that you could have had even a blossoming relationship, but you were were fearful. So Mm -hmm. to me, like navigating self-sabotage, what helps is once once again, setting the standard for yourself that's also open to growing, right? Don't Mm -hmm. put a ceiling on yourself, you know, just raise the bar. But also, it's okay to learn and make mistakes along the way, right? Mm -hmm. And don't forget what the end goal is because Mm -hmm. how many times have we self-sabotaged ourselves and we didn't reach the point of destination right because we either feared that we were getting close to it Mm -hmm. or we felt that it's too far away and we got tired Mm. right so we kind of gave up too soon right you know so those would be that that would be my advice with navigating um self-sabotage from my experience
0: (sighs) and that's and and i i think that that's that's really good advice too um because I think we've, we've all experienced, well, well, I can't speak for everybody, but, you know, I think, you know, even for me, you know, just self-sabotaging certain opportunities, you know, I think for me, my, was more so just in, it could be in business, um, or personal things, right. That you just like, uh, like, you know what, this is, this is not going to work out, but then it's also the fear of, well, 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 what if it does, am I ready for it? Am I going to be ready for it? Am I going to mess this up? Right. And, like you said, though, you know, setting your own standard, right? Especially in relationships, I find um, that when you worry about you, worry about you, right? Mm-hmm. I think I think that's the best thing because when you worry about you and worry about what you can control, and what you can control is you setting your mm-hmm. own standard, like you said, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and and the thing about it is, we look at somebody else's success, even a partner's, and say, well, they're already here, you like, and I got to try to get like there, and it's like that's not life. Like a lot of times they could be here one day and down here Mm -hmm. the next. Absolutely. And you then could be up here and now it's your time. Right. And then they could be going through something too. And then there could be times where you guys both meet here. Right. And I think, you know, I think when it comes to those things, sometimes it's just focusing on, you know, loving that person in the way that they need to be loved, you know, because a lot of times we, we think, Oh, like, I'm not good enough for this because they expect this. But they're like, no, I don't expect this. This is what I'm looking for. Yeah. You're looking at it from this perspective. But what I need, you can provide. Yeah. But it's you, right? You know what I mean? You're self-sabotaging this whole situation, man. You know, so um, I think that's super great. Uh, that's super great advice. You know what I mean? To just create, create your own standard.
1: Absolutely. You mind if I add one more thing to sure, it? Sure, of course. It. What we have to also do is work on our language, right? Mm-hmm. So... Do we really self-sabotage ourselves, or were we just afraid? Right, because mm-hmm. I think sometimes we use these harsh terms, and mm-hmm. with those terms, it doesn't leave a lot of space for us to heal from it. Mm-hmm. Right, like toxic. Toxic. Mm-hmm. Toxic is, tox is a very yeah. You know, like I words, won't say yeah. it's, uh, it's, it's loaded. It's it's it's, lo- <laughs> it's it's not that it's just loaded. It's widely used. Right. It's,
2: mm-hmm.
1: it's used often and frequently. Right. You know. And um, was I toxic, or was I just in the wrong situation?
2: Mm-hmm. was
1: i mm. was it was i was was there a mismatch right like i'm drinking coffee right now right if i pour oil in my coffee that coffee is not going to taste well not that the yeah. oil was toxic i'm going to use oil for something else but right. the oil wasn't a perfect match for my coffee right and so i think what giving yourself grace is watching how you labor yourselves mm-hmm. right I, I i read somewhere where someone said all of your emotions are there to serve you so sometimes you want to be joyful, cheerful, um, right. peace, right? but your, your anger is there to serve you. Your rage is there to serve you. How you use it is the human experience too. You mm-hmm. know? So it's okay to get mad because my anger also fuels my passion to create,
2: mm-hmm.
1: right? Like I've mm-hmm. learned how to, to control it and funnel it into some form of positivity. So I learned right. how to use that to serve me. And so Mm -hmm. I don't fear being that person, you know? I -hmm. fear what I can do sometimes if I Mm -hmm. don't have it under control. So I think we need to give ourselves grace with how we address ourselves Mm -hmm. when we feel that we're in the wrong. But if you look at alignment, you may have had to fail with her to be with her. Facts. Right? And so that was always a part of the process. Why Mm -hmm. did I abuse myself? When I was always
0: on my way. Why did I abuse myself when I was always on my way? That's a quote. Push that on a shirt, bro. You understand, right? Yeah. Right.
1: So that's
0: true. And And if emotions, go ahead. Mm -hmm. Sorry.
1: No, 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 go.
0: I was going to say so if emotions are a part of the, the human experience, right? Is that where you came up with don't waste your human experience?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it's part of that and part, part of this, you know, spiritual experience, you know, you know, that I'm not here for, I'm not here for a long time I'm here for a good time.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: so while I'm here, you know, in this form, I want to do good work. I want to do right, right. by people
2: mm-hmm.
1: and good people that instill kindness and good traits within others leave strong legacies.
2: Mm-hmm. Right.
1: And then there's a domino effect to that. And so, when I say don't waste your human experience, it's also some, sometimes I have to wear it when I'm out. Okay, Harsh, you had three drinks. Let's get out of here. This yeah. you yeah. weren't here to you know do from happy hour to four o'clock anymore. Right. Those are what your 20s are about, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, the, recovery so the, the recovery looks a little different now.
1: Yeah, the recovery is definitely <laughs> different, and you know, and so you, you you make better choices of what you drink now. Yeah, right. Yeah. Much um, better
0: choices. Yeah. yeah, so
1: so that whole don't waste your human experience is very loaded because it's applicable to so many things. Like you can have that on your wall and you might just be down on yourself and, like, I don't want to record. And then you look up to it, don't waste your human experience. You know, mm-hmm. like you, you might be having some ch- challenge with a partner and, mm-hmm. you know, like you're like, this is not what it's about. Like it can be ap- applicable to so many, so many relevant areas in your life. And that's why I enjoyed it because it's a reminder for me
0: to mm-hmm. do the most while I'm still here to do it. Right, right. And, um, um. Don't waste your, don't waste your human experience. Is 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 on a couple of them shirts and 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 and, and uh, sweatshirts and hoodies. Please, mm-hmm. go mm-hmm. get that. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because the more that people can see the like this type of messaging, right? I think that's something. Because when somebody sees that and it's on a shirt, right? In passing, people travel. their are airplanes. They're all over the place on the subways. They see somebody wearing that shirt. It's like, oh, like that's true. You know, and that's why you know. His work is so important. That's why his work is so important. And, and that's why his, his merch line is so incredible and so important. Because it, it, Thank you. Because it has a positive impact. As soon as you see something on his shirt, it's something positive and impactful. Like right now, be love. Mm-hmm. Right? That's impactful. Right? Because it's a reminder somebody could look at that and could be upset or, or, or just not having the best day. And then it's a, he, they read the shirt, be love. Oh, you know what? All right. You know what? I like that. You know, and that's, and that's why we, we want to support, um, small businesses like yours. You know what I'm saying? Be- because what you say matters, right?
2: Absolutely. And the energy that,
0: that you put out there, um, in your work matters. It takes hard work to, to do what it is that you do. Have a merch line and put out mm-hmm. such impactful quotes, you know, like whenever you put out on your stories, right. Um, those 10, those 10 things, right. Like every mm-hmm. like, like I, I view it and I look at am like, yes, I love that. Yeah. Right. And that's why you know what it is that you do is so important, man. So um definitely appreciate you, man. Um, and please, you know, I know I keep plugging you, man. But I'm gonna keep plugging you even if you won't, man. I'm gonna keep plugging you, bro you know but look at look look at the
1: sweat that you have on right now, right? Mm-hmm. Yours says you owe yourself everything. Right. Remember, I compliment you on, on on your sweater before we even yeah, started. Yeah. yeah. Because it's t- it's so related to what I put out there. You mm-hmm. owe yourself everything.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Right. I think culturally, you know. We, we are raised to be sometimes very humble
2: mm-hmm. and
1: accepting right and we are we are allowed and we're seeing it now right mm-hmm. because their system's against us that's just what that's what, just it, is. what it is right mm-hmm. what well, we're seeing it on full display as we're about to get a new supreme court justice right
2: mm-hmm.
1: you owe yourself everything
2: mm.
1: that's not at work applicable i owe myself everything in love applicable in my creative abilities, I can have it in abundance. I don't need, I don't have to play small. And I think that's where I've grown, you know, because I felt like when I was younger, I played small, not because I wasn't capable of doing major things. I didn't want to outshine other people and be hated for it. You know, like I just wanted, I would play small and I know I'm, I could do this better, blah, 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 but I would do it now. I was like when I know I wasn't created to play small.
2: right?
1: right? right. And there's more there's more stage than I, I ever thought there was. We mm. can all shine. Mm-hmm. And no matter how bright I shine, if that is a problem with you, then that's telling that you don't need to be in my orbit. Mm. You know? But I owe it to myself to see how bright I can get. To see mm-hmm. how major I can become, yes. to see what my higher self looks like, you know, mm-hmm. I owe that to myself. I owe myself everything, man. Mm-hmm. I would put a dot, 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 and something, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, for know, sure, because like, I've gotten to that place now. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, and I'm older, so I'm in the workplace. I'm more vocal, mm-hmm. and once again, even if I'm disagreeing with someone, it's coming from a good place, and right. I owe it to myself to share that because i know my work impacts so many other people it does right so i that's why i love your sweater like you owe yourself everything because i look at it, i'm like yeah i do and you know those clothing lines they're
0: billboards for positivity right man it's so true that you talk about playing small and you know i had this conversation i think you know like one of my best friends she's uh i think you're from with restaurant and she mm-hmm. um We had these conversations, man. And I think it was one day and how you talked about your village and man, like she was like, yo, like you're humble, but like you're too humble to a point where like, I'll point out something about you. That's amazing. And what you're doing and you bypass it. Like it's nothing like, and she goes like, you're doing so many amazing different things and I'll say it and you'll bypass it. Like I said, nothing to you. Like I said, Oh yeah, it's nothing. And she's like, I understand that you're a humble person, but like you're like way too humble. And that's what they want from us as mm-hmm. creatives, especially people of color, they want you to just be humble. Okay, no, well, I'm just gonna just keep going and and not recognize the work that you do. And then she posed a question and she was like, So if you have to go in and sell and sell yourself or sell your brand, if somebody said, Hey, you know just come in and just sell yourself or sell what you're doing and she was like if you come in, if you go in that, to that meeting with that same attitude, it's not gonna go right. Mm-hmm. It's not gonna go well. Right. Because you're thinking like the work that you're doing is just whatever, it's just cool. That's what I do, and you go on to the next project. But like you gotta stop and look at the work that you're doing, mm-hmm. right? And study it and be like, look, the work that I'm doing is pretty good, right? Yeah. Like this is good and I'm excited about it. Because i talked to you about things, you know what I mean? It doesn't seem like you're excited. It just seems like okay thank you. But like, let's move on Mm -hmm. to the next thing. Maybe because you're uncomfortable with somebody saying that, yo, you're doing amazing. And you're just like, okay, cool. Whatever. She goes, you know, celebrate yourself, celebrate you, celebrate those things, right. Those accomplishments. Because it's like you said, like every day, like you may not be here for a long time. Right. So who's going to celebrate you more than you. Right. Yeah.
2: Many of us don't know
0: how. Yeah. Like it's always a thing, you know, and then when I, and then I started to realize, I started to catch myself when I would, when I would do it. And yeah. I would be like, ooh. Whenever somebody yeah. would say, oh, Terrence, like, say, oh, I like, I like this, I like that. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's cool, man. You know, it's nothing. That was my favorite line. That's nothing. Yeah. It's just like, why do you always say it's nothing? Because yeah. if it's nothing, why are you taking time to create it? And I'm like, ooh. Yeah. I was like, ouch. And but then you know I started checking myself. Like, ah, you know what? I got to change it. Absolutely.
1: And that's what, I just don't understand how, she's a star. I, I love rock too it just pisses me off when those other people come and just start bashing women especially black it's just a bunch of clowns anyway right yes because you need that i had an ex too who i would do that i would always joke she'd give me a compliment and i would like have like a not a negative retort but a jokingly one like yeah whatever yep and one like i told until some point she was like just take the compliment right and one i didn't know how because it's I, I've i always been so humble, extremely humble, right? Um, two, in time, which you realize that another part of it is because it comes to you sometimes so effortlessly, you think anyone can do it. So you, mm. I'm like, uh, eh, it's whatever, because mm. you could do it too, you just, I just beat you to the paper. Mm. And so, cause like for me, I never really thought my words were anything spectacular, mm. right? until in time enough people like they're like you're able to put into words what I'm thinking in my head but mm. I could never write down in paper
2: Ooh.
1: and so that whole because it's so, it comes so naturally mm. and like those random goes I'm just jotting them down like mm. as I'm going I'm just writing them and because it comes out where you think it's regular you think it's mm. ordinary but that's mm. your superpower Mm. And so many of us are carrying these own, our own unique superpower that we don't mm. even realize it because you think you've normalized it. And mm. no, it's credited to only you. No one can do it the way you do it. Mm. And that's your superpower power too, you know? So I can completely relate to you just really quickly. I remember I was in a meeting the other day and, uh, you know, a supervisor's like telling me about my work. and they gave me a a, a huge accomplishment Mm -hmm. right and my response was I know because I grew I'm growing up and I'm owning it now yes yeah I said I know Mm -hmm. like I don't need I'm at a point now where I don't need other people to remind me who I am
2: Mm.
1: back in the day you're you need that um assurance Hey, hey, take a look at this. You need that okay to write yeah. the next page. Mm-hmm. No, Now I know what the book looks like. Now I know who I am before I walk into the room. And I won't let anyone stare me away from that. If you can oh. critique me and make, and allow me to be better, I will warmly welcome that. You know? right. But you don't dictate who I am. I dictate mm. who I am on my own terms. And with that acceptance and that confidence and that growth, you start playing less small. Because it can't, it can't fit. Like there's no room for that. Like you have to just flourish because you were born to do so.
0: Mm. That's so amazing, man, because I've I've always felt like that, especially when it comes to people of color, black people, like they push us to be humble, like 24-7. And I don't see any other race of people that seem to be like, oh, like I'm just super humble and I'm just this and I'm just that. Sometimes you could tell somebody walks into a room, they're not humble. right and that's perfectly okay because that's what the norm says that's okay for them but when it's us it's like oh he's arrogant oh oh like who does he think he is who does she think she is you know like it's like we almost have to be happy for what we get
1: we don't get the privilege we don't have we don't get the luxury of living in our own bubble we don't get the privilege of having our own privilege where we Mm. feel like we can walk in a room talk this way and it's accepted by the masses right it's accepted by the leadership we don't Mm. get that we get the two strikes and they're just waiting for you to mess up to get you out the door, right? Mm. Like we, like some coworkers and I were talking, like for me, you know, when I'm speaking over the phone, you can't tell what I look like. Mm. And my name, you really, you can't tell it whether I'm Jamaican, I'm, I won't say Irish, but right? Yeah, right. And I know what it's like when I was a college graduate entering an office for an interview and watching the interviewer see me, see that I'm black and frown
2: mm. or sigh.
1: I know um, what that feels like right you don't get certain luxuries but that's not doesn't stop us that mm-hmm. shouldn't stop us right no. because mm-hmm. we choose to still you know conduct ourselves this way and that's why it's important to us to find tribes each one teach one no yep. if I so if I like Shauna Shauna knows you yeah and guess what you stop and you're gonna pass that on to someone and they and that's how we build stronger communities and advance right. ourselves. And we have to continuously do that.
0: And I feel like it's such a mind thing because even our own sometimes don't want to see us like um be like not humble. You know, sometimes people like young people be like, man, why like why are you arrogant? It's like, yo, I'm not who said like I'm arrogant. Yeah. It's like if you don't water down who you are or be behind in, in the shadows, or just be behind mm-hmm. somebody, it's it's like as if. That makes it feel like, oh, well, you're arrogant. And it's like, there's a fine line between arrogance, and, you know, and, and confidence and arrogance. Absolutely. Like, Absolutely. You, know, like you don't have to, like, just because you, like, you're not humble doesn't mean that you're arrogant. You know what I mean? There's confidence, right? And it's just, hey, listen, I know what I am. I know who I am. This is what I have accomplished, right?
2: It doesn't yeah. mean I'm going
0: to, no, it doesn't mean I'm going to throw it in your face. It doesn't mean yeah. I'm better than you. It doesn't mean any of that. But I know what I do. And i didn't
1: mean to cut you off but remember we spoke about earlier verbiage vocabulary mm. how we address ourselves mm-hmm. labels all of that matters
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know and one i think one of i guess my greatest you know and i say within the like five last five ten years one thing i'm most proud of is the emotional maturity mm. Because I think that's what a lot of people are lacking. Cause when you're yes. emotionally emotionally mature, you realize I have to watch and be careful of the words I use when addressing myself and addressing others. Yes. So to call you arrogant, that you you've already placed a label on, on yourselves. Mm-hmm. And wh- how they may view arrogant may be completely different. You know, so mm-hmm. I think it's very important to choose our words wisely, but also educate each other and provide context as to why I think that. Right. You know? So maybe the arrogant wasn't the, the correct word of choice. It should have mm. been something else, right? Mm-hmm. But we need to start moving in that direction because all it does is continue to make us more fractured. Right. Um, in, in the long run. I'll be honest with you, I'm getting to a point where I have no problem really breaking away now. Like, and mm-hmm. I'm forming new tribes. Uh, you know, like mm-hmm. you remember mm-hmm. that, you know, yes. no no new ones or new right? Friends. Like no new
0: dumbest thing I've I heard. Thing. That was the dumbest
1: thing. thing i ever heard right mm-hmm. um you know yeah if god has placed someone in my life to teach me and advance me to the next phase of my life bring him on bring it if on? it's a tribe bring
2: mm-hmm. bring
1: him on and we got it like we glorify the wrong I, I remember my friend posted the other day you know one of the smartest things i've ever done was learn to play dumb when something something and i was like if that's the smartest thing that person's ever done, he's been living life wrong. I don't even know why you would repose this foolishness. Right. Like why are you playing dumb? Doesn't make sense. It it just it just doesn't. You know, I think we have to be really be careful with what we are how we're addressing each other and what we also glamorize and teach one another, man. It's
0: important. I mean, Sorry, I didn't mean to
1: get on my soapbox. But no, like, but I love I the can,
0: soapbox because it's true when people when people say, you know, it, and this comes from like, and I love the old school, you know, it's cool. Uh, but sometimes the, the old school stuff, sometimes it, it's not always the right way. Like, you know, somebody says, well, if you have at least one friend that you can call a friend and it's and you know, that you, you will bless somebody because, you know, and it's just like, man, there are so many different people that can come into your life and be a friend if you allow them to. Right. And it's like, oh, like who says that you're supposed to just have one to three friends. And if, and if you only have that, then you're a blessed somebody. And it's just like, mm-hmm. where did that come from? I feel like the person who, who ever said that maybe couldn't build friendships, maybe couldn't, maybe doesn't know how to build relationships and stuff like that. I'm not saying that if you don't have that, if you do have one to three friends that you're not blessed because you are. But what I am saying is that's not the end all be all right. Yeah. And I, I see a lot of things. Gosh. Oh, like if you have a lot of friends, then you don't know. It, and it's just like, where did this come from? Right. You can manage. Your relationships, just like if you're a manager at a job, then you can manage personalities and, and manage your employees and stuff. If you're a person that has the capacity to manage friendships and relationships, then do that. And there's a Absolutely. blessing, and there's a blessing in that as well, right? Absolutely, because Absolutely. people say all that's "Oh, well, if you have a lot of friends, then you're then you're mixy, and you don't know." And and it's just like, where where did that come from, right? Like you can have a tribe of people, and they are for you, right? Maybe you grew up in a fa- a big family and you have a big family tribe and a small amount of friends, and that's okay too because you got family tribe and then you yeah. got a small amount of friends. That's fine. Me personally, I grew up in a small family, and I have a bigger tribe of friends yeah. that are like and the and the, their parents are like my family. Yeah, Right? that's my story, and there's yeah. nothing wrong with that either. Nothing, okay. right? and I'm I think that it,
1: yeah,
0: like that's like the thing. Me? Like,
1: yeah, yeah, go ahead, man. No like in my case like I I have multi I have multiple tribes. I have a cool yes. crew tribe, yep. I have a whiskey tribe,
0: mm-hmm. I have a
1: happy hour tribe, I have an entrepreneurial tribe, I have a po- like and but within the core of all my tribes they're genuinely good people. Yes. So when one tribe meets another tribe they typically get a, get mm-hmm. along. But with yep. that said, you can call me mixy, but I still spend the most time by myself in my creative process. Exactly. So let them oh i I read the other day it's not um it's not what they call you it's who you answer to Mm,
2: i love that right i love that i always love that yeah man
1: it's not what they call is who you answer to let them because your tribe like for one to have a tribe or multiple tribes that's a blessing because now you're part of communities we're like and i think we started glorifying becoming islands or oh, I, I did like, oh, we want to glorify the struggle. I had mm. to do this by myself with no one. No, it's okay. Yeah, because it teaches people or sends this message that it's wrong to ask for help.
2: Mm-hmm. When mm.
1: time is the biggest, greatest asset, if I can save you time because I went six months to figure this out, that mm-hmm. is an asset that I'm passing to you. And that is not that you'll never figure that out being on an island. Like, right. you have to be able to to um to build communities it's 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 Mm -hmm. needed more now than ever
0: right and and not being afraid to go to those people I I remember um man I remember going coming to you um one time I was like debating it because when you know men have egos so you know I I was debating it and I'm like okay I'm about to do this launch thing this this merch thing and I got some questions but like I want to ask but then like I don't want him to feel like I'm I'm trying to do what he's doing or like, or like, you know, like all of mm-hmm. these things start coming in into my head. Like, I don't want him to them copying what he's doing, you know, because I'm, I'm my own person. I'm doing something mm-hmm. different. But like, he's my friend. So like, I got to be able to ask them, like, you know, so like mm-hmm. you tend to go through these things be- because you're fearful of what the other person might think. Right. About what you're doing, even though they may have the expertise because maybe they've done it before or they've done it first. And then it's just, like, you have this thing, and like, I got to just do it on my own. Like, I got to stand on my own, too, and just do it, right? And you know how it is being in front of y'all. It's what it is. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. it's just I got to stand on my own, too, and do it. Mm-hmm. And I don't I don't need anybody. And especially when it comes to men, it's just like, uh like, I don't want to ask, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but then I was just like, I was like, why not? I was just like, he, I was like, the man has the knowledge. You know, he started something a little bit before me. Like, yo, like, ask the man. Like, he's your, if he's your friend, like, if he's your friend, like, he's not going to be like, yo, don't mm-hmm. ask me that. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like, sometimes we, ha- we have to get out of our own head,
2: right? Out because your own
0: we notions about what I think you're going to think about what mm-hmm. I'm going to ask you, right? Mm-hmm. And that applies to even in relationships and friendships and family, like, we've got to get out of our own heads, you know, about certain things. Because if we do want to be a village and each one teach one, right, then we've got to be able to go to our village and say yo man like you were successful in this like i'm thinking about doing something similar not the same you know like what like what's your advice yeah. you know or you know like maybe you know something that could save me some some, some time right mm-hmm. or maybe you started before me and i found a, a, a loophole after you now i can come back and be like yo yo he helped me i gotta go come back and help him because i found this thing that might could help him Absolutely. right and i think that's why we have to kind of do this so- you know, build our villages with people that we know that we yeah. can us, too, and get
1: out of your own way, right? Because yes. I remember we had a long conversation. Like I was excited that you were starting it. Like, go get <laughs> yeah. it. Go, go yeah. get it. You know who helped me a lot with that too, Alex, um, mm. Pierre Genti. Yep, Gentleman hood.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm trying to get him on the show. Man, <laughs>
1: man, Alex is such a he's man. That boy is a gem, an absolute gem. But I remember because we started at the same time, and he just kept going, but he mm-hmm. never stopped to pass on knowledge like cars okay this is what's changing look out for this i he hits me up like i believe in you you can do this you need that man and guess what it's and it's okay if you reach out to someone and they say no if you can respect their yes you can respect their no Mm -hmm. but you can also be observant see how why right like if you know if you just have like i watch people i'm somewhat observant and If I notice that you're competing with me all the time and me against, Mm -hmm. I don't want to be around that kind of energy. Mm -mm. But once Mm -hmm. again, one thing we mentioned earlier, you realize there's a lot of stage that we can share. Yes. There's a a lot of people out there, you know, some Mm -hmm. may gravitate to my words more than yours. Some Mm -hmm. may gravitate to yours more than mine, Mm
0: -hmm. you know,
1: at at your core, as long as you're putting out good positivity out there, like Mm -hmm. you're good in my book.
0: Right. and, yeah. then it's, and then it's amazing when two worlds can merge, right, and collaborate. And that's the other part of it is to collaborate and do things like this to where the listener sometimes has the best of both worlds. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Shout think, out to the listeners. Yeah. You know, I think that's that's the amazing part because, yeah, like you have your own followers. I have mine and whatever the case is. And, yeah, like your listeners are they love what you do. And my listeners might love what I do. But then, when you bring them together, it's like, whoa! Like that's something that's like, wow! So, like, it 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 makes it more special because then people see like, wow! Like these two brothers are, are like actually out here putting out their perspectives together, and it's powerful. Versus like, I'm always to the left and he's always to the right. And Neither and neither of the two shall meet, you know. Um, because we could accomplish a lot together, you know. And you know I, what? Yeah. Sorry, no, sorry, nah. I'm going to cut you off. No, nah, no, nah, nah. nah, go ahead. No. Nah, That's really all I was gonna say is that we could accomplish a lot together. Like if we start Mm -hmm. to to think about more about impact versus just our own success.
1: Yeah. Like and and, and it's important too. And even if I disagree with you, I'm Mm -hmm. still going to listen. Like I'll be honest with you, throughout all of this, once in a while, I will still watch like a Fox News.
0: Mm -hmm. I don't
1: usually agree with the Fox News agenda, Mm -hmm. but I want to hear what they have to say. It's up to me whether I agree with it or not, but I want Mm -hmm. to hear it from a different perspective right 99 of the time i probably don't agree with it right right but right. it's important just because or like there's been times i'll never forget um we had a group chat and we were talking about i don't know if you ever heard like susu money yes so we were talking about susu money and i love it like i you know grew up like that's how I used to pay for like some of my vacations when I first entered the, the workforce and stuff yeah. like that. So I've always been a fan, but I've also been a fan because I'm not always the most disciplined, right? right. And so we're having this conversation and then my brother ends up speaking and he was like, I think it's dumb, mm-hmm. right? And mind you, everyone in that room is either Trinidadian, and Jamaican, yeah. including my brother, right? Mm-hmm. And he's like, I think it's dumb. And he he knows his stuff, right? And I was like, dang, like, that was really harsh. And then, and I did not agree with him. Right. And he was like, he was like, you know, the purpose of money is to make money. He said, if I know historically that such, such, and such is going to return 10%, I would rather go put my money in such and such than the susu money. Because if I put 700 susu in, I get 700 out. And that just does not make sense to me. And that's how... And he did this in a group chat, right? And uh, I did not agree with him at that Mm -hmm. point, right? But I sat on it. Mm -hmm. I sat on it and I thought about it. And uh, to to, to bring this together, it made sense. So sometimes I may disagree with you because I'm just not at your, Mm -hmm. I haven't seen it from your vantage point yet. And that's what got me to investing. Like I literally that conversation, mm-hmm. I opened up my investment account a week later, and he had told me about investment months prior.
2: Right, but it
1: wasn't until that when I opened up and I started investing during during the pande- pandemic. One of the one of the greatest decisions I've made within the last two years, right? You know, mm-hmm. all for disagreement, but I was open to listening and receiving right. the message.
0: Right, and that's what I think people don't want to do is. Because I don't, dis- because I-, I disagree with you now. It's like, oh, I'm staunch in what I feel, and I and this is what I believe, right? So I don't want to listen to anything else that you have to say. But it's like, man, you know, it it is like if you do listen to even people who you might disagree with, right? There's nothing wrong with listening, right? Because sometimes you want to know one what your opposition is thinking. You might want to know what they're doing and what they're thinking, and that's why sometimes it- it's good to-, to listen to both. The, the left the democrats and the right like just to see what's what and what's coming mm-hmm. at, or what could be ahead but it's like oh no well i I'm, I'm only gonna listen to the republicans i'm only gonna listen to the democrats and it's just like we gotta have information right so we can see what's coming on both sides right um and that's sometimes even with your parents like you know i remember tons of things that like my mom might have told me right and i was like whatever you know what i mean and a couple years later it's like oof
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> i, I remember
0: I it. it yeah i remember yeah, yeah. it or yeah, there was a situation that came up that I, that I was like oh my mom said this like two years ago oh i should watch out for this oh man like that was two years ago and i and, and i blew her off like whatever but now since i listened now i have something to reference in preparation for it right and i just think that more of us just need to just listen to things that we may not agree with because we might need it later E- either to protect ourselves or to say man you know what I, now now i get it and now yeah. i kind of want to do this right yeah um and I, sometimes i just feel like we just can't be so staunch in just all right this is just what i do and this is just how I, I am this is how i am and this is just what i believe and it's just like you know you can miss out on a lot of information that way right yeah, like I, when you're observing someone you can learn two things
1: what to do or what not to do right, right. like I'm, I'm a whole plant dad <laughs> I have over. Uh,
0: yes, I know that. Yeah. twenty
1: plants now. COVID, COVID made me a, a plant dad, right?
2: Yeah.
0: And
1: I know when I'm giving advice to how to care for your plant, I'm also factoring how I killed my that same plant when it was in my care. And this is what hey. you don't do. So if you watch someone long enough, they'll teach you either one or the other, mm. and both of them are, are valuable learning lessons. So I agree. I, I agree with you. Mm.
0: And and so like when it comes to um, all of, like all of this work of you know self sabotage coming out of things, um, right, everything that we talked about today, I feel like all kind of ties into doing a couple of things. I think one is um, being honest with yourself, right, about who you are and where you're at in life, right. Um, and I think unpacking those trauma and uh, unpacking trauma. Um, I think sometimes a lot of us don't take the time to unpack our own stuff, right? And we all come with stuff. I mean, let's just, we do, right? Now, some of us might, you know, just say, ah, oh, pretend that it's not there, you know, because it's too uncomfortable to to deal with. The emotions are, are there. It's too uncomfortable. Um, it could be, you know, it, it's just painful to address, right? Um, and so it's just, and then some of us do things to kind of mask it, put band aids on it. You know, we we might work ourselves right, add more work on our plate so that we don't have to address certain things, um, so that we don't have to feel the emotion. Some of us might drink it away. You know, some people might drug it away. Whatever it is, right? And it's still there. Now, now the difference is it's it's compounding. Yeah. Right. And we have years of this. Now we're in our twenties. We have tra- trauma. Thirties. We have trauma. And then. By the time you realize that you're 40 years old or something with some kids and you tend to be, I say bleed on them, right? Because it's still there. Yeah. And we've never taken the time to address these things. We, we bleed on our friends. We you can bleed on your children, bleed, bleed on your partner, because you haven't taken the time to kind of heal the things that have plagued you for, I, you know, depends on who you I, are.
1: Yeah. I think that's a part of it, right? Mm-hmm. That, I think, very true. But we also haven't normalized having uncomfortable conversations, mm, right? So it's, we have to, it's almost as if we have to project ourselves as being this perfect person,
2: mm-hmm. being
1: in this ideal, perfect relationship.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And it. we've created this culture where everything has to be black or white yes. and history and life experience has just taught us that this life is just gray as fuck. Right. Mm-hmm. And but when can we start talking about when can we normalize it
2: mm-hmm. to a
1: point where i'm having a depressive moment i'm really down i know we're drinking right now but i'm starting to feel this i need to go and no one is right. like i huge eyeball emoji right mm-hmm. when can you talk about okay yes you know i love my partner but now i'm starting to find a, you know someone else attractive right like taboo slap you on the wrist right mm-hmm. And you're being human, right? When can Mm -hmm. we normalize just, you know what? I got fired and Uh. I'm broke and I don't know what to do. And I'm in a, and I, and I'm in a ton of debt and I don't know how to dig myself out. Mm -hmm. When do you really get open spaces to have those conversations? And the crazy part is we can probably relate to all of those scenarios. If we normalize, just making it okay to have those conversations.
2: Right.
1: So part of healing Yeah, you heal on your own, right? Mm -hmm. But this part of healing is being treated by someone that knows the wound better than you do, Yep. right? Mm -hmm. But it's like, once again, we've created this. It's like we have to do it by ourselves because we become siloed emotionally because we can't navigate the gray. Mm
2: -hmm. It's like,
1: if I'm not here, I can talk to you about this, right? I can talk to you about clothing and blah, 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 and the perks of it, right? And I can talk about, this is what you need to watch out for. But the middle is the print, the the 60-50 the, um, or 80-20 poly, you know, cotton poly. And like, that's the gray part, the marketing and this. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you mm-hmm. just sold something, but you only made $2 back and you can't con- you know, do this for 2 This is a cool, that is cool. But th- until we start navigating the gray and creating open spaces mm-hmm. and platforms to just really drill down in the gray it's going to be very difficult for people to to heal you know holistically together
0: right right and it's all about creating those safe spaces for people yeah man right and i think we've done our people i think a grave disservice and and i think you know with the stigmas around therapy and things like that down through the years especially in the black community you know you know um what happens in this house stays in this house well Mm. that's not true what happens in this house has stayed in this house and has stayed and then went to the next generation below and it stayed in their house and Mm. then their kids house and then their kids kids houses so it doesn't just stay in one house it goes to different houses down the line right in in your in your history right and you know it's just i think especially like when it comes to um the reason why i I created this hat right it's god and therapy do both right because I found that even with the, with the, you know, black people and people of color, man, like, like therapy was very like, nah, you, you can't do that. That's one part of it. And then the other part of it was if, if you grew up in church, it's like, well, no, then that means that you're not praying enough. You're not praying hard enough. You're not talking to God more. You're not talking to the pastor more. And it's just like, wait a minute. When did it become a thing of I have to pick one? Like you said, there was a gray area. Who says I can't pray about it? Maybe I can pray that I'm going to be led to the right therapist. Because you're going to exactly. pray that you're going to get... Because you're going to pray Absolutely. that you're going to end up... If, if your foot breaks, you're not going to say, you know what, I'm just going to sit here in this bed mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I'm going to pray about it. No, because guess what? Your foot is going to swell up. It's going to get infected. And it, that's just the way it, it's going to spread, right? Yep. What yep. you're going to do is you're going to be like, God, please send me to the right doctor because I need to get the surgery right. I need to make sure that my foot is... Get, like, so it's the same yeah. thing with, with your mental health. It's the same thing with your emotions. If you need to go to therapy... Go to therapy. If you need to pray about it, pray about it. You can. God created both. both. God
1: created both. God created the doctor. God created your therapist. God, like, it's okay.
0: Right. And I I think that's kind of where, you know, for for me, it's just trying to create conversations that say that it's okay to pray about everything, but it's also okay to go to therapy as well to help you unpack because let's just say somebody doesn't have a a village they might only have a couple of friends and maybe they're not comfortable with that Mm -hmm. and then the therapists are there and sometimes maybe your friends aren't qualified to even talk about those things right or to counsel those things which is not not probably a lot of the time right because there's a time to vent and there's time for treatment that's two different things
1: right i agree yeah because oftentimes people seek therapy. um they treat their friends as if they're therapists, right? They they treat their friends as if, you know, they are, you know, have the expertise to heal them or help them right. navigating their traumas. And we don't, you can't expect your friend right. to be a therapist. Also. You, you have to go to a professional for that, you know, so
0: you do. I, I,
1: I, yeah. I love that. God and therapy do yeah. both.
0: Yeah. Like I just find that you just, it's not just so black and white, just one or the other. And then, you know, because then there's shame involved. Well, because now you say to my, now you said to yourself, man, maybe I wasn't praying hard enough. Maybe, maybe, you know, they just told me I wasn't praying God hard enough now. And now you feel ashamed that maybe now you shouldn't go to therapy because you wasn't praying hard enough. But then in all actuality, God's probably telling you, Hey, listen, I've created these therapists. Now, yeah. now you pray to me to guide you to guide you to the right one that can help you in your situation. Exactly. Right. And that all goes about to what, about what you said, religion, Right versus spirituality versus relationship you know what i'm saying like once you figure out your, your own relationship with god then at that point you're confident in your own relationship that you know that he'll guide you in the right directions right but if it's it is, an organization it is but yeah, if it's, man, but if it's all about religion yeah that's where a lot of shame comes involved and in, oh well Absolutely. i shouldn't i gotta keep this to myself or i can't talk to anybody else about it because I got to just talk, talk to God about it and this and that. And it's just like, there's a time you can talk to God about it. Yes, but he also created the therapist, man. Go get your help. Don't be ashamed to go get your help. It could save your, your life help. too. Go get it your can help. It save your life, you know? Um, and so I think now that we found our topic for our third conversation, uh,
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think that we're just going to put a pin into here. Um, I think this was a very in- insightful conversation. Uh, you always bring the gems. You always bring... A lot of inspiration and understanding and clarity. Um, so, you know, just, you know, from one man to another, man, look, I appreciate you, man, because. I appreciate you too, brother. You are needed, brother. Like, you are needed. Your words are needed. You know, I know, like, sometimes, like, your words bring healing to a lot of people, man. Like, they'll read your words and be like, man, like, I feel so much better about my day. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes God can speak through you, you know what I mean? To write the words that you write, man. So, you know what I mean? And I appreciate you for putting it out there because some people have it but won't put it out. But you, have it and you have the gift and you put it out there. And I know it makes others happy. I know it makes God happy, man. And and you doing God's work, man. And I appreciate you, man. I appreciate you Thank for you. taking the time to um do this show with me. Um and I my really pleasure. appreciate it, man. And, and for everybody, please go check out at writing his wrongs on Instagram. Please check out that Jay Wesley collection. It is amazing. You will not be sorry. Um, it it's made to inspire. I promise you. You know what I'm saying? I have my own line, but Honestly, I have so much of his, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just really, I personally, I wear your stuff and my stuff. And I said, <laughs> like, I've gotten to a point when yeah, I look yeah, in my wardrobe, I'm like, this is a lot of my stuff. And I'm like, this is a lot of his stuff. I was like, yo, but that's what it's about, supporting your people, that. man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and positive messages, man, because he's one of the most genuine brothers that I know, man. And, you know, definitely go pick up that book, too. You know what I mean? The book is incredible. His merch line is incredible. His podcast is absolutely incredible. Please check that out, man. Ton, tons of vulnerability. And uh, we need more of that. And we need more brothers like him speaking up on that, man. So, man, I salute you, man. Thank you for all that you do in this world, man. And you are definitely a light, man. Appreciate you, man.
1: Appreciate you too, brother. Thank you so much. And thank you for just having me on this, on this beautiful platform. I appreciate you money, you know, bro. Thank you.
0: Yes, sir. All right. That is a wrap, ladies and gentlemen. Tune in for the next episode of Conversations of the Heart. Should be a good one as well. Peace, y'all.